Hey, what's up? We're back and we're talking books this week. Alex is out because I kicked her out since we were supposed to have three other people on here, but somebody backed out. So it's just me and T today. We're going to be discussing books and her top 10 and why she likes them. So kick back, relax, stay tuned. And uh, this is the ramble. It's another week, another ramble, and like I said in that intro, we have we were supposed to have a couple of people on to this week. It was going to be uh, Serena and Tisha here, but Serena had some uh, last minute like important event to happen, and um, she kind of couldn't make it today. But it's okay, we got Tisha, Tisha, T, homegirl. Yes, there we are. <laughs> What's <laughs> up? Don't be scared. She's a little scared. She's a little scared. I'm an introvert. That's why I read books. So she's here. We got books. She's a big old book reader. Um, I kind of make fun of her for being a bookworm, um, but it's not something to make fun of, but I can do that. Anyways, so Tisha, she once read in, in 2021, she had a goal. She wanted to read at least 90 books because she reads close to that apparently every year. Um, she did meet that goal, right? Yes, I did. I read 92 books. 92 books. And when so, and what type of books are? Because we're not talking about like um, freaking Dr. Seuss books or self-help books. Like we're, we're talking, I've seen those books you got. They're thick and they're big, right? Yes, most of them are at least 400 pages. Um, could be longer. I had some that are like around 800. Um, I think the longest I had was like 850 Was that Harry Potter? Pages. No, Harry Potter is not that long. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. That last book was pretty thick. I mean, it was it was pretty thick. <laughs> well, that just means it's the, the best. Like, the thicker the book, the better. No, I think J.K. Rowling just made every book bigger or something like that. Anyways, um, so yeah, anywhere between 400 to 1,000-ish pages, these books Tisha be reading. And um, she did 92 of them a couple years back. And that's just like... Damn, it's a lot of reading. And she has a full-time job. Yeah, so that's because of the job. I'm not read that many this year. Um, I'm at like 25 so far, but I'm hoping, like I do most of my reading, obviously in the fall. I think that in the fall and the winter, everybody reads it's like the speed. more. It's, so I do most. Is it the speed read because it's so cold outside, everyone stays inside and they're like, oh, I'm just going to read. No, it's just like the mood, like it's raining, you want to stay inside and listen to the rain and cuddle up with the book. Like it's just way more like aesthetically pleasing. And when it's like that, then I'm usually like busting out like 10 books a week and I can catch up and it's not going to be Ten. that bad. But 10 books a week, but, is that normal for you though? Yeah, because I, I read multiple different platforms. Like I currently in the middle of an audiobook that I listen to at work when I'm not teaching and a physical book. And then I'm also have a book on my Kindle. So usually I'm at least reading three different platforms at a time. Uh -huh. So it's not hard to meet that goal. Oh, that's right. I remember you were, you were, um, you have the audible books and I was like, does that count as reading the book if you're listening to it? And you were like, yeah, it counts. Right. Yeah. 
Yes, it counts. You're still re- like you're st- <laughs> like you're listening to it, but it's still the book. You're still reading it. Right. I would say it counts. So by 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 my math, you're reading at least four thousand pages of story a week in the in the fall. If I'm reading in, 10, in the fall, in the, in the fall, fall, yeah. In the fall, that's a good estimate because it could be more depending on like how big the Kindle books are. Because honestly, Kindle tricks you into thinking it's not huge because you're like, oh, this is just it's uh, your Kindle. It's just with one little device. You don't think that you're reading a big book. But when I bought, because I, because I spend money on the Kindle and I also buy the physical book if I like it. Oh, wow. So when I buy the physical book, it's like four or 500 pages. I'm like, no, 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 no. I read this in a day. There's no way it's this big. But so Kindle the ki- tricks you into thinking it's not. Oh, tricks you as in you don't realize how many pages the book was. No, because you're just like, you know, flipping on your screen. Right. You're just like kind of, and you don't think that it's that big. You're mostly just looking at the percentage and it's all, and it's like, oh, 50% done, 56% done. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. Oh, oh. now it's done. And then I like the book a lot. And I, so, of course, I have to buy it for my collection, a physical book. <laughs> and it's a huge book. And see, and, and that's I'm like, what the heck? And I see, because we were all talking, we were all talking the other day. We actually, we did a video group chat um like not too long ago we did a group chat with some friends and you were in your room and you showed us your book collection and i was like the hell because <laughs> like you're you have like an entertainment center for your like your tv and all that and then it looks like it's made of books like the whole thing is just books yeah my books wrap around my tv and i also have another bookshelf and then i have another one in the hallway i have so many but it's not. It's I have the physical ones, and it's not even compared to the ones I have on my Kindle that I didn't buy but, the physical book okay, for. Okay, now now kind of kind of explain to me this. So if you if you read it on your you purchase a book, uh, I'm sorry, you purchase an ebook, you read it on your Kindle, and you're like, I really like this book. You technically own it and have it, right? Or does it go away on your Kindle? No, you have it. I'll have it on my Kindle. Okay, so what's so like, what's the purpose of buying a, what's the purpose of buying the physical? The physical. Are you going to read the physical you just have one? To have it. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes I, mean, I re- read them, but I do have copies of books, like one book that's on my top ten that is like special edition, mm-hmm. and I have I've not read them. Mm-hmm. I'm like those copies because I have multiple copies of those books, but. See, I just don't read those because they're special editions. See, I can get the appeal of having the physical copy of something to read because when I read comic books, I do like to have an actual physical copy because I like to look at my comic book box and be like, dang, I got all those comic books. But the comic books also come with like a digital code on the inside. So you can have the e-version is along with it. But I don't go and download the e-version because one, that's going to take up space on my phone and in my storage on my Google One. But um it, it's like, I already have a copy of the book. I don't need a second copy of the book. I don't know. The, the best way I could describe it is like, if you like it so much, it's kind of like you have to put it on, you have to mount it on your wall so you can see it all the time. Like if somebody were to like fish, you want to mount the fish up there. You want to mount the book up there because you liked it so much. The yeah, books I, I own, like the physical ones are the ones I like the most. So yeah, I could see doing that like, Back if you liked a movie in the theaters and it came out on video or DVD or Blu-ray, however old you are, um, 
and, and purchasing it if you like it. I did it. I used to have a lot of Blu-ray book movies because there was a lot of movies that I liked and wanted to watch over and over again. But now that we have streaming, like I haven't bought, I don't even own a DVD player um, or a Blu-ray player or I, a gaming console that takes discs. My, my laptop doesn't and my computer don't even take discs. Like if someone wants to give me a DVD, I can't watch it. <laughs> but because and the reason for that is i kind of didn't finish my, my my thought the reason for that is um streaming services i i have disney plus i have hulu the disney plus and hulu bundle uh i have netflix everything i watch is on there so i could just stream it so there's no point in me purchasing a physical copy of a movie anymore i don't know i just can't wrap my head around buying it <laughs> i'm not a bookworm sometimes you have to have the physical book Sometimes it's just that good. You have to have the physical one. Is it the and smell? And you got to see the cover. And it's the smell. <laughs> Do you like the smell of a new it's book? It's like, all of it. Like it's... You open it up and it's the yes. new book. I also remember, because I remember your um, your husband and your daughter bought you like a bunch of books for your birthday and Christmas, right? That was like a thing, wasn't it? Yes. That's like, that's my norm because everybody is always, and that's when people say I'm hard to shop for, like you really just don't know me then. A book like a good book or a gift card to a bookstore or something like that. Like that's perfect for me. That's what you get me because I like books. Like get me something to do with books, book merch, book everything, and I'll be happy. So yeah, normally my husband and my daughter will give me a new book for like a holiday, like Mother's Day or my birthday or Christmas, or they're just giving me a gift card gift card to like Barnes and Noble or something yeah to Barnes and Nobles or Amazon because books are like becoming really popular now with all like with the pandemic and stuff people are like been reading a lot more so mm-hmm. Barnes and Nobles is not my safe haven anymore there's a whole <laughs> bunch of people in there all the time because books are so coming I back. never can find my books yeah because books are coming back mm-hmm. and I was like I was here first I was their original um but I I can't find a lot of the books I'm looking for. So sometimes they'll just get me Amazon because I do order a lot of my books off of Amazon. Okay. So <laughs> you, I have, I had asked you to get, well, I had asked you and Serena to get a, a top five list together because it was going to be too long to talk about a top 10 for each of you. That would have been a really long episode. But then when, Ser- when um, Serena wasn't able to make it, so you, you gave me your top five and now we added your top 10. So we'll jump into what your favorite books are, but before that, because you're you've read by my by my calculations, which I'm not good at math, you've read thousands of books over the last couple, probably five or six years. Is that safe to say? I have. Yes, if you look at okay. my Goodreads, and, it it has like so many books I've read on there. Yes, I've read so, a so, good amount of them. So, what are your favorite types of books? Like oh, what? What type goodness, of story do you so... like? I know, I know. On your top ten list, you had a series on there, but like, what type of book? Mm-hmm. Be, like, is it um, romance? Is it action? Is it is it suspense? I don't know. <laughs> do books have like that action suspense I... horror? I don't think you're they a do. horror fan. I don't see that in you. No, I don't read a lot of horror books. I do have a couple Stephen King books, but I don't. It's not like my genre that I would go to. But Stephen, like, but Stephen King. Okay, now Stephen King is a name that I know, and from what I, and from what I gather from him, his his he writes like horror type, but it's not like grotesque horror. It's more of a suspenseful type of 
psychological horror, right? Doesn't he play with your mind in the movies? Yes. Or in the books? Not the movies, sorry. Yes, he does. He does actually. It's like a real, it's like a big like mindfuck. Like the last book I read of his was called the, what was it called? I think it was called The Institution or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was about a kid and you th- you're thinking it's going one way and he just completely just like fucks your mind and, and it's not like that. Um, he's a good author. It's just not where I would normally go. I do go more towards fantasy books. Not like high fantasy, not like no Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. I was gonna, like that. I oh, Game of Thrones. No, I was going to say. I keep up with that writing. <laughs> I was going to say, no, it's not high fantasy like dragons and wizards and all that. <laughs> well, no, I do have books that have dragons. I oh. do have books that have magic. Oh, okay. Um, so it is like like that, but not like high. Like I would say high, high fantasy is like You're not Game done. of Thrones style. That's high, high and fantasy? I, Game of Thrones is high fantasy? Yes. Yes, and the way that he writes is just, it's very hard for me to keep up with, because there's like stories within side stories within side stories, and I forgot what the first story oh. was by the time I get to page two. But that's just how so, George R. R. George R. R. Tolkien? Martin. 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 George yeah, R. That's but that's just writes. how, but that's just how George R. R. Martin writes. Like, all his books are like that? Yes, they are like that. But I do read, like, fantasy books like one of them on my list is a fantasy book um okay. i am currently reading a fan a fantasy book what type of with fantasy? dragons oh okay <laughs> <laughs> this one has dragons i i would say it's like a buddy type of fantasy because a lot of them do have smut in it but a lot of spice <laughs> yes um, and then and but... for and for my listeners if you keep hearing me hint at what t- at that type i'm like because there is a running joke i have with her where i'm like she likes to read those spicy books with the bare-chested men all muscular on the uh on the cover with the half-naked woman <laughs> these are not like your mom's spicy books these are like new age spicy books like mafia romance and motorcycle romance it's mm. it's much different now oh, i don't know and see when when i was and younger and, I, and, and, and within book talk it has a spicy book talk underneath it so <laughs> there's a lot of people not just me that are reading spicy books and loving it like ooh, look at that grammar oh <laughs> <laughs> When I was younger, I did, I mean, because in school they force you to read, you have SSR, Silent Sustained Reading, and then they also have, they called it Deer Time, it's uh, D-E-A-R, Drop Everything and Read, they had that, so we always had to bring like a big old book, so like I would read like Doctor Who, no, yeah, Doctor Who, Wibbly Wobbly Timey Wimey, yeah, I, would, <laughs> I would read like Doctor Who books, that's where I learned about what Daleks and uh, Daleks were and Khalids were and all that. Um, I think I read two, the first two Harry Potter books and I really liked, um, actually when I was younger, younger, I, my first chapter book I remember reading, um, was Jurassic Park and that was when I got into, that was before the, well, the book, when I read Jurassic Park, the front cover said soon to be a major motion picture. So that's how old it, (laughs) that's how long ago I read, but, um, uh, I got into like the Michael Crichton type books. Um, but I wasn't, I wasn't into it for long and yeah, I did watch him when he was on Oprah. My mom was like, Hey Ray, Michael Crichton's on Oprah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah. I watched Oprah. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. So moving moving along here. Trucking along. So your top 10. What's number? number? You want to start at number 10? You want to start at number one? You want to do an out of order? What you want to do, girl? Should we build up to my top? favorite book well that would be like start that would be start at 10 go down to one yeah i guess you should go start you want to go in in you want to you want to sort this into descending order lowest price to highest price to lowest or lowest price to highest (laughs) okay and and you know how much anxiety i had trying to pick out my top 10 favorite books these are just the top 10 that i had at this moment, because I, the book I'm reading right now could possibly kick some of these books out of the order because it's really good right now. Yeah. But I, this is just the top 10 right now. Yeah, because I do remember you were like, well, I have a lot of t- I have a lot of favorite books. I can't just pick 10 books. And I'm like, pick the 10 you like the most. <laughs> and it took you a and while. It took so you a while. Anxiety about it. Huh? And I still I had so much anxiety about it. And I still like am looking at it where I'm like, is this really my top list? I forgot about this book. Oh, well, and well, I see, know I'm gonna like remember a book and be like, Oh, that one is that one should have been on the list. Am I gonna put it there? No, because if you forget about it, then it can't be your favorite book. It could be a book you really like, but for it to be on the top ten, it has to be memorable. Like you cannot forget it. This is true. Yes, very true. <laughs> okay, so drum roll. Number 10. Okay, so number 10, surprisingly, is a book that I found at the dollar store. So I'm notorious for anywhere that I go, I have to go down the book aisle just just to see if there's something that I could possibly be interested in. And my top favorite, my top 10 book is How to Be Famous. And it's one that I found at the dollar store. And so it's... The summary of it is about a girl, her name is Joanna, but she goes by Dolly. And so she's 18, she has her own place in London. She's writing for a magazine in Britain. So pretty much everything is working out for her and she's so happy. But the thing is that she wants to be famous and her stardom is not rising as fast as she wants it to. So she takes things into her own hands. And things get a little messy when that happens. Messy? How? Like, is this one of those spicy messies? It is a little spicy just because she is a girl who knows what she wants. She wants to be famous, and she doesn't really care how she gets there. And she's around a lot of famous people because she's a writer for a music magazine. So she's around a lot of rock stars. This is, like takes place in like you know 1994-ish time frame so the 90s so there's like a lot of rock bands that she's around mm-hmm. and she sees them getting stardom getting famous people are recognizing them and she wants that for herself but the thing is she's not a rock star she's not an artist she writes in a magazine so she just has to take things into her own hand to get famous <laughs> I'm not going to Yeah, I'm not I'm not going to go any farther with that when you say she needs to take things into her own hand to make herself famous. That's opening a can of worms here. And we're going to save that for the <laughs> Patreon episodes. So number yeah. 9 is called 2 by 2 by Nicholas Sparks. 
which I didn't think a Nicholas Sparks book was ever going to be on one of my lists because I think he's kind of cliche in the way that he writes. But I like this book because he took like a different approach to it a little bit. I mean, it's still like romantic, obviously, because that's just what he writes. So this book is about Russell. He has a main character is the man, which I love because I you don't get a lot of main character men books. So I like that. Um, and so he's 32. He has his wife. He has a six-year-old daughter. Uh, he lives in this expensive uh, mansion in Charlotte. Things are like looking up for him. Um, and his boss is giving him all these like promotions and deals. and He's not understanding why. Uh, well, it turns out that his wife has been cheating on him with his boss. And then she leaves him. So it's kind of like Russell's way on how he finds his life being a single father and and how he just finds love again. And I like that they focus a lot on him as a father and him as a single father. And see, now that sounds like a story I could relate to being a single father and I need to find love again. <laughs> he wrote this story. Oh my God. I'm fangirling here. He wrote this story about me. <laughs> All right, number eight. What's number eight on your list? Number eight is a man called Uzi. But this is actually a movie now because it came out as a movie and you can also watch it on Netflix. And the movie is called A Man Named Otto. But the book is called A Man Called Ovi. Okay, so that okay, so a man called Ovi and is is the book version of a man named Otto? Yes, I think Uvi, it, Otto is the American way to say Uvi because um, it's it's like a Dutch book, but it's the same book. It's the same story. Okay. And so if you haven't, it's basically about a grumpy old man who is pretty much on his last legs. He doesn't want to live anymore. He doesn't want to to do anything anymore. He's just He's just done with how life is, how young people are. But a very loud young family moves across the street and he finds this new reason to live. Yeah, because in the movie A Man Named Otto, it's which I think <laughs> Tom Hanks. Yes, Tom Hanks plays it and he plays it. God, I love that he man. He plays the part that so man well. can... He can. Oh, it's so good. Yes. That... That man needs an Academy Award. Yes. <laughs> but um, yeah, Tom Hanks makes that movie. But yeah, I remember that because in the in the movie he has, uh, I think it's like a little boy. It's like a it's a woman, a single mom and her little boy, right? No, it's a family. It's 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 a family. He has um, it's a a family moves across like a wife, husband, and two daughters move across the street, <sighs> and she's pregnant right now. See, I haven't. S- yeah, I haven't seen it all. Well, the movie, I, I want to watch it from beginning to end. I've only seen little snippets here and there, like through TikTok and mm-hmm. shit. But I, I really want to watch it because in those little clips that I've seen, any movie by Tom Hanks, I will watch gladly. Yeah, I went to see it in theaters <laughs> when it came out because this book was like, I love this book so much when it came, when I read it, it made me cry the whole time. All I could think about is my grumpy old grandfather who has passed away already. Uh, and that's all I thought about. And it was, and I also am like a super big sucker for books that go like 
give you clips of the past and then move you forward. And this book does that where it gets like, you get to see him as the young man in his younger life and getting married and his wife and stuff. And then you get to see him now of, as an older man. So one, I love books like that. And this is just really good. So moving along here. So that was 10, nine and eight. So number seven is next. Yeah. So seven is a series. So it, it is a whole series, oh. but the first book in the series is called an Ace of Shades by Amanda Foodie. The Ace of Shades. <laughs> the, sorry, I was, I'm a big Motorhead fan. So, <laughs> so it follows a girl named Erin who um, is like raised as a proper girl lady. Like she... She knows that she's supposed to get married and, and do, like, the wifely stuff. But her mom goes missing in what is called the City of Sin. So pretty much like Vegas. She goes missing. So Sin City. She decides she's going to drop out of finishing school. And she's going to go find her mom in this city. Because her mom is gone. She hasn't checked in with her. And she's worried. So this book is... It's very well written, but I put it on my list more because I've never read a book that had a magic system like this. And I thought it was so interesting the way that she created her magic system. Because, like, you think of Harry Potter magic with wands, but the way that she created it is, like, you get two different powers from your mom and your dad, and it's, like, your blood power. Um. And they're anywhere from like super mundane things like I can do math really fast to these amazing things where you can create money, except all the people who created money died, killed. Yeah, so she thinks that her power is just, I think, accounting and dance. So she's going to try and be a dancer. But she finds out some secrets that her mom was trying to hide in the city of sin while she's there and this is a three book series and all three books are extremely well written and i did like them a lot all right so sounds like a good one um so moving along here we're gonna finish the top top half of the top 10 here of tisha's favorite books um number six so number six what is, is going to be book lovers of course because i'm a book lover um and it is by emily um henry and so the, the topic of the main character, her name is Nora, and she's like this workaholic, cold, cutthroat literature agent who lives in New York. Um, she kind of knows this is who she is. She's, she's this cold-hearted person. She's like, she describes herself as the guy that date, the guy the girl dates before he finds the, the one he's going to marry. Like, you date this cold-hearted girl, and now you know you're going to marry this nice, bubbly, blonde hair girl. And she kind of realizes that. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. She kind of she kind of realizes that, and she's fine with that. That That's, that's pretty specific. We're going to marry a, a, a bright, blonde, blue-eyed Well, because she always, girl. like, in the story, she always, in the book, she's always saying, how she gets broken up with and the guy gets with this gets with a girl or marries a girl who's like this beautiful 
bubbly, happy girl. Like, and she's not going to be that. She's not this bubbly, happy person. She's just going to be her. And she's really focused on getting her job done. She works a lot. But the one thing that she loves and she'll drop everything for is her younger sister. So when her younger sister wants to take a month-long trip to a small city called Sun, uh, Sunshine Falls, what else is she going to do but say yes? So we're going, we're going from Sin City to Sunshine Falls, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. <laughs> so what else is she going to say but yes? And this one is definitely spicy, so go in with caution. We have a spicy book. What was the name of it again? Book Lovers. Book Lovers, and it happens to be a spicy book. So is that grammatically spicy, or are we talking like it has a little... Is there is there a scene in there's there? A few, there's a few different scenes, but on my, my personal spice level, I would say this is about a three. <laughs> Were you going to say on my spice? Yeah, I was. <laughs> You, you totally dated yourself because <laughs> MySpace is old. <laughs> Number five. Number five. Okay. Number five is called Malibu Rising by Taylor Jenkins Reid. I'm only going to say her name once because her name is on a few different books on this top five. So uh, it's Malibu Rising is number five. So it's about four famous siblings who throw an epic party to celebrate the end of summer. Um, but over a course of 24 hours, their lives will change forever. So this takes place in 1983, August, in Malibu, California. Is this one spicy? Uh, no, this one's not. I mean, nah, not, not really. Not really. Taylor J.K. Reed doesn't do spice, but the way that she creates her characters is just beautiful like she puts so much depth into each character where you don't know if you should love them or you should hate them but you love them anyway could you love to hate them um in Malibu Rising there was a character that I hated so much but then Taylor Jane Reed created a book just about that character that I hated and then I turned out to loving her in her book because you get to Loving. To see the other side of the story. And what book was that? That's a, that's further in the series. In my top five, you have to wait. All right, number four. So number four is a series. So the series is uh, a Court of Thorns and Roses series by Sarah J. Mass. And people who have been online should know this book because it's blown up online. It's everywhere on TikTok. Everybody loves it. Everybody. Is all about it. Everywhere? Everywhere. If you look it up, you can find at least over a thousand videos about this series. Because everybody loves it. And I'm one of them. I love this series as well. So keep me out of suspense. What's the movie? It's not a movie. Or what's the book? book? Okay. So the book is follows a story of Farrah. She's the main character. Who knowingly, who unknowingly, sorry, unknowingly kills a fairy. So it is a, it is a fantasy. So she kills a fairy. Was it Tinkerbell? No, these ones are not like the Tinkerbell fairies. Okay, these ones are a lot meaner. But also. Oh, they're real yeah, fairies. Also, 
hotter as well. Um, but yes. Ooh, spicy. So she unknowingly kills a fairy and finds herself on the wrong side of the human fairy border. Out of the series, though, if I had to say my favorite book out of the series would be her most recent book. And I think it's like book five. And it's called The Court of Silver Flames, which follows Farrah's sister, Nesta, who people either love her or hate her. And I love Nesta. So that's the side I'm on. And supposedly Hulu is going to be creating a series based, like a TV show based on this. But we don't, we haven't heard anything. And with the writer's strike, who knows? Actually, Harold, Harold, when we get, <laughs> I know you're listening, Harold. The next time I get you on here, we're going to talk about this writer's strike and how people are mad that AI or the technology is taking their jobs. Okay. Number who this is a long-winded episode. All right, number three. Yes. Okay, number three. We're in the top three. Top three. Final three. <laughs> okay, top three is Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, again by TJ. Seven Husbands of Evelyn yes, Hugo? Seven. So Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs? Mm, I wouldn't say they're Seven Dwarfs, but yes, Seven Husbands. Oh, it's a polyamory book. Okay. No, she's not all in one relationship with them. There are seven different husbands, she's and not... she's divorced or they died. Again, it's by the by Taylor Jenkins Reid, so it's another one. Um, it follows a Hollywood movie icon, Evelyn Hugo, who is finally ready to tell her story of her glamorous and infamous life. But when she chooses an unknown magazine author, to write it, it leaves everybody wondering why her and why now. So it basically... Because she's glamorous. <laughs> right, she's glamorous. So basically, everybody has always wanted to know, like, in Evelyn Hugo's life, like, how did she get here? What's, where, what's the story behind all the seven husbands? Like, what's happened with all these relationships? And she's never said anything. She's kept her mouth zipped. So she decides now, and she's old, she's like, at this point, she's like in her 80s, 90s, and she's like, I'm ready to tell my story, and I want this person to write it. I think the the person she chooses, the that character's name is like Monique or something like that. She chooses her to write the book, and everybody's like, why her? Nobody's heard of her no more. Like, she's a nobody, but you have to read it to find out why. All right. Trucking along, number two. Okay, and number two is connected to number five. So this is the one that is connected. Yes. And it's called Carrie, connected. Carrie Soto is Back by TJR. Uh, oh. Okay. Is that the same writer as number five? Yes, there's number five and number three. She wrote the both those yeah, books? And, she's, and she wrote my... I'm being stupid. I'm being stupid. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, I know I was being stupid. Okay, so what's that one about? Um, so Carrie Soto is an infamous tennis player whose determination to win at any cost has not made her popular with the public. People hate her for this. But by the time that Carrie oh. decides to retire from tennis, she is the best tennis player in the world, male or female. She is the best. So she's a transvestite. So when somebody 
is close <laughs> to beating her record, what else is she going to do but come out of retirement? And dominate the sport of women. Well, she is much older now, so let's see how well she dominates. You're going to have to read it. All right. And finally, number one one favorite book at this moment for T is... Okay, is Daisy Jones in the Six, and this is by T.J.R. What is with you and numbers? (laughs) Some bitch on the seven... (laughs) Man, husband, Daisy Chain in the six. Well, anyways, <laughs> they they have the numbers in it. That shouldn't be my fault. But anyways, Daisy Jones in the six. This is this it tells the story of a 1970s rock band and how they got to the height of their career and why they just broke up uh-huh. the night of one of their most famous concerts to never be heard from again. Was it at the Greek theater? No. Was it at the Greek no. theater? Okay. So, for those of you was the who drummer don't just being tall? It is a series now on Amazon Prime. What's it called? What's it called? Daisy Jones and the Six. Duh. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's a rock book. It is. Rock and roll. Does it have real world bands around it? Like, is the Beatles around? Um, it does have some real life bands in it, as um, but the it references yeah, it references them. them. But Daisy Jones and the Six is not a real rock band, sadly. So that broke my heart. Um, but it gives like vibes of like Fleetwood Mac, like that's kind of the vibe that it gives. So Ooh, it's real. I like Fleetwood yeah. So Mac. it's really, really like it gives that type of vibe. It's it's a good book. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like Fleetwood Mac. I could listen to them. Oh, and obviously, it's her. my favorite book. Because is it a her? Is it a her? Or um, them? It's a them. I like Fleetwood Mac, it's but is it, it's a them. That's right. But the lead singer is yeah. a of that. And obviously, I like the book so much, I named my dog Daisy Jones. <laughs> oh, wow. She's Daisy yes. Jones. Actually, when you said Daisy Jones, uh, the first thing that popped in my head was Locker. I'm like, Davy Jones is Locker. <laughs> <laughs> so those are my top and that's And that's your top 10 books at this time. And you've already read these multiple times, I'm assuming? Multiple times, yes. All right. So before we finish that off, because this is another, we we got (laughs) long-winded here. You have to put Serena on so she can tell you her top 10. Oh, speaking of Serena, that's a perfect segue because I did get her top five. Because like I said, you both were supposed to give me five so that you could both talk about it. Um, So honorable mention, Serena. Um, I, you, I wrote down your books, but I don't know what order they're in, but in the order that you had me write them down in, um, you didn't give me the author, but you have Angela's ashes. Never heard of it. No, I have not. Okay. Wicked, which I've heard of the, I've seen the musical on Broadway, but I've never read the book. I have seen this musical as well. And I also read the book to Wicked. See, I didn't read the book, but my ex-wife um, read another book. I think she read that book, and she read, I guess there was a spinoff of it or another one that was, like, the the Wicked story, but it was told from, like, the son's perspective of the of the, um, the Scarecrow. Does that it sound does, familiar? yeah. Okay, yeah, that, that's what I heard. So I was like, 
I don't know. That was kind of cool. And then the third one she wrote down or she told me was Tuesdays with Maury. And no, not you are the father, Maury. This is a different more M-O-R-R-Y Maury. Mm-hmm. Um, That's like a, after. a very old book, Tuesdays with Maury. I think I read that or I was forced to read that when I was in high school. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of Breakfast with Tiffany's. Tuesdays with Maury <laughs> and Breakfast with Tiffany. Or breakfast at Tiffany's. Anyways, um, number four is After, which oh my I'm going to age myself again. It reminds me of that movie with Drew Barrymore, Ever After. It was, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's not like that at all, first of all. I know I know that book, After. I. You can watch this, actually. It's on Netflix. It, it, they became a whole movie series called After. It's like, it's a whole book series. And I think it's like a fan fiction book, actually. Like it was a fanfic about One Direction, and it, they created it oh. into a book series. That's what okay. it is. So it's another. So it's a story of another direction, All right? <laughs> and the last one she gave me, the last one she gave me was Naked in Death, which I know we're naked when we're born. I don't know if we're naked when we die, but that's that was the last one. So shout out to Serena. We got your top five in whatever order that was that I read could have been top to bottom, bottom to top. I don't know. But, uh, once we're naked in death, after we have a wicked time on Tuesday with Maury, we're going to go spread Angela's ashes. (laughs) Yes. I just did that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So any, uh, honorable mentions before we, uh, wind this, wind this up. Um, Oh, I just want to say the book that I'm reading right now is going to definitely be on my top five soon. It's called Fourth uh, Fourth Wing by Rebecca. Um, And this one is about a girl who has to learn how to ride a dragon. And it's really good. Wow. All right. A fantasy book. Fantasy book for the ages. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, with Riding a Dragon, we're going to go ahead and wrap this episode up. Um, (laughs) We... All about books. We reading we reading rainbowed this shit today. It was a quick synopsis of a top ten books. And if anybody out there is is a book reader, I mean, take T's word for it. I mean, she reads a shit ton of books. Like I've seen, I've seen in group chat <laughs> how big her book collection is. So thank you, thank you, T, for showing up for uh, giving us your your top ten books and for um, popping your podcast. <laughs> I'm not gonna say the last word. <laughs> Thank you for having me and being so gentle. I was very gentle. Yes. <laughs> I will tell everyone she was untouchable. No, was Anyways, go ahead. If you liked anything I said or didn't like anything we said, just go ahead and hit that like button. So I know that you liked it or didn't liked it. Um, uh, make sure you subscribe. So, you know, uh, when I post new episodes, which is usually every Monday. And, um, I do know Becky, I should have had, Oh, I should have had Becky on here. She reads a lot of books, too. So, Becky, another shout-out to you. Miss you, girl. So, yeah. So, if you have any um, book recommendations, go ahead. Facebook.com slash Rumble Podcast. And uh, put it in the comments under the link to this episode. Tell us what books you think we should read and what other people should read. And with that, we'll see you all next week. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. (laughs)